This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 296 of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, I have a question for you. When the storms come rolling in, are you going to be the buffalo or the cow? Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just die it thin. Won't tell you lies thin. I want smaller size thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise. All right, welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the School of Podcasting.com. If you're new to the show, I'm not a doctor. I'm uh, not a trainer, not a nutritionist, anything like that. I'm just a dude, or maybe in your case, a dudette, trying to lose some weight. So how have I been doing that? Well, I quit eating fast food. I started getting more sleep. I drink about 80 ounces of water a day, and in doing so, I've lost almost 30 pounds. In fact, in the last week, I've been doing really good, mainly, and you'll see why here in a minute. According to MyFitnessPal, I'm down a pound, 1.2 pounds since last week. And it's not easy for me at this point. I've lost you know, most of the weight I want to lose, and this is where... The rubber has to meet the road. So I got to give credit where credit is due. There's a great podcast called Leaning Toward Wisdom. I just discovered it. The guy's name is Randy Cantrell. And he has podcasts that basically make you look inward. And I found this and heard this episode. I'll put a link to this out in the show notes at LogicalLoss.com slash 296. So I'm going to kind of borrow an idea that Randy had and apply it. Weight loss. So here's the deal storms come in from the west and travel east. And wherever you're at, if you think about it, that's kind of always been the way it it works. I know when I, I lived in Akron, Ohio, that was the way it is. When I lived in Cleveland, it's always west to east. And so if you have a pasture, maybe you're a farmer of some sort. And you have a pasture, and in the pasture, you have cows, and you have buffalo. And when the storm starts to approach, these two animals, even though very similar, react completely different. Cows will get up, see a storm is coming towards them, and they run the opposite direction. They run away from the storm. 
Buffalo, they see the storm coming. They get up and they run toward the storm. Who is in the storm longer? The answer is the cows. Because the storm is more than likely going to catch them unless they're really, and, and eventually, unless they just, I don't know, they, the, the storm takes a turn and goes north for some reason, which it's not going to. You can't really outrun the storm. And when it starts to catch you, it it just kind of hovers over you because you're running with it. Buffalo, on the other hand, run toward it. Now, this cannot be healthy. Not not well, not so much healthy. It can't be um, fun. You're running. You, you see it coming. And I remember when I was a you know a young lad. I rode my bike everywhere. Later, I, I graduated to a moped, and there was nothing worse than getting stuck in a rainstorm. This is back before helmets were mandatory. And riding a moped in the rain, because you're getting hit in the face with rain at 30 miles an hour. Not a lot of fun. But the buffalo run into the rain. And as they're running into it, the storm is going you know, the opposite direction. So consequently, they're going to get through the rain faster and onto the other side of the storm where it's not raining and hopefully sunny skies appear. And so the question is now, we have eaten the wrong things for many years. We have known it's bad for us. We know we're supposed to exercise more. We know we're supposed to eat less. And we've made a serious storm for ourselves. Until finally, one day you look up and your doctor says, uh, you need to lose weight. Or there's going to be a really, 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 really big storm coming. And some of us, because I was thinking about this, one of the things I've been doing I made a pact with myself that if I'm watching TV downstairs, I have a a treadmill in my living room because I live alone and I don't have a wife going, we can't have a treadmill in a living room. What are you, crazy? So I have a treadmill and when I'm watching anything on TV, uh, I've told myself I have to be on a treadmill. And I'm usually walking anywhere from two and a half miles an hour to three, maybe four miles an hour. Now, here's the thing. When cows run away from the storm, I'm sure they're thinking, well, this makes sense. I'm going to run away from the storm. I am doing something, and I'm doing something, and right now I'm dry. So it feels like they're doing the right thing. And I'll give them credit that they did do something, when in reality, though, If they just sat still, they would actually be better off. But you need to know the consequences of your actions to the best that you can. There's always going to be curveballs that life will throw you. But they are doing something, thinking they're doing the right thing. Well, when I'm walking on a treadmill, yeah, I am burning 
more calories than if I was sitting on the couch. And in that aspect, that is the better thing to do. But if I really wanted to take advantage of the time on the treadmill, I would be starting at four miles an hour. And I know for me personally, it's four miles an hour because when I get done, if I've been going four miles an hour for an extended period of time, I feel perspiration on my body. If I go up to five miles an hour, maybe for a little bit, I'm going to start sweating. And of course, I should say, since we're talking about exercise, you always want to consult your doctor before doing any kind of activity. But two miles an hour, three miles an hour, that's better than nothing. But it's not running at the problem, really. Is it really attacking the problem? And what it does is, yes, it's better than nothing, but I'm losing 0.2 pounds, 0.1 pounds. If I, if I brought this up a notch, the pounds would go down quicker. Now, obviously, you can't go crazy, but that's one of those things I think if you're reading when you're on the treadmill, if you're doing, you know, to me, I'm like, get some good jams on, get your jam on, put some earbuds on and attack that thing. Now, again, this is just my opinion. And it's something I've started doing is finding things I can do on the treadmill. And if it is TV, that's fine. Just get off that thing a little sweaty. If you're going to do it, do it. Be the buffalo. And face your problem head on. Now, when you go through a drive through and you go, well, instead of getting a Big Mac and a supersize that and a milkshake, I'm going to get a hamburger and a small fry and a Diet Coke. Come on. You're running away from the storm, but you're not going to avoid it. And there are better ways to do that. I mean, there are all sorts of things that we do when we think we're doing the right thing. And in the end, we're just postponing the storm, right? When we do those little, well, I'll I'll get a Diet Coke instead of a regular Coke, which technically calorie-wise, okay. I mean, there's all sorts. Neither one is really good for you, right? The buffalo drinks the water with lemon in it. and it's no fun. We've said that over the time that, you know, you're trying to maintain what's been your lifestyle. And that's what happens sometimes is we do bite off more than we can chew. It's no fun. It hurts. It's hard. And we quit. And I get that. And that's not a great, trying to change overnight for habits that have been formed over years is usually not a great idea either. But there are times when you're doing something that you need to ask yourself, am I being a buffalo here or am I being the cow? And just, I'm just elongating the time I'm going to be under this dark cloud and I'm wet. Right now I've been... You know, I, I I told you my diet. I eat basically every meal is some sort of protein, whether it's chicken. I eat a lot of chicken, fish. I eat a vegetable, and then usually a piece of fruit. 
and then maybe another meal I'll eat protein, vegetable, and literally a starch would be like a piece of bread. And I'm not starving myself, but I miss pasta. I miss pizza. I miss milkshakes. I miss ice cream. And so on those days that you go, you know what? Screw it. It's summer. It's my birthday. It's whatever it is. And you fall off the wagon. And I've said, you know, we're not going to be perfect. But realize for a minute, you're running away from the storm and you're not going to avoid it. Eventually, when you turn around, you go, oh, man, I went up a pound or two or three. And that's where, for me, this week, I, I've, I've really been thinking about it. And I said a couple of weeks ago that uh, there are times when I say out loud to myself, I'm stronger than that, to whatever it is that I want. I'm stronger than ice cream. I'm stronger than this, or I'm stronger than the Reese pieces at the at the checkout. I'm stronger than that. And then, and it's that kind of mentality is the buffalo saying, look, I could, I could eat the candy bar and then tomorrow go, mm, I'm not losing weight or I'm not losing as fast as I wanted. Well, we know what to do. And so the other thing that I don't think buffalo know, maybe they do. I don't know how smart a buffalo is. We know that storm is not going to last forever. It's not. In fact, if we're running towards the storm, it's going to last even shorter than if we had just stood there. And so that's where you have to trust the process. I was in, um, I've been using a company called Slimgenics. And um, I was in there and there was a woman talking about how she had a plateau and she couldn't seem to break it. And I said, you know, there are times when you have to stay with whatever plan you're using that got you there and just trust the process because eventually it will break. You will break through even it's, and it's, that's the really hard times when you're, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're not cheating. You're exercising, you're getting sleep, you're drinking the water and it's still not working. Stay the course, stay with the one that brought you and that will get you where you want to go. But that's where it takes dedication, takes faith, and eventually you will get to where you want to go. Question is, how long do you want it to take? And I know we're all impatient. We all want, you know, it took me 30 years to get overweight. It's going to take me more than three days to get over it, to get back. And we're all impatient. And so that's where if you want to get back to your, whatever your goal is, quicker, You've got to be the buffalo and take the harder course and get a little rain on your face and and keep moving. And eventually the sun will come out on the other side and you will feel great because as hard as that was, it was quicker than if you were running the wrong way. All right, I found this article called How to Press the Reset Button on Your Health and Fitness Goals from a guy named Tony Gentlecore, which is kind of funny because the the article isn't very gentle. Um, He says, if you're like a lot of people back in December 31st, 2015, you vowed to make some changes in your life. You're going to quit smoking. You're going to drink some more water. You're going to read more, spend more time with the family, start a new hobby, stop watching porn, 
or any number of equally noble and novel things. It's likely, however, that you probably made the decision to start exercising more or at least eating healthier. And you said to yourself, tomorrow, January 1st, 2016, that starts a new day, a new year, and a new me. For real this time. No, no. For real. And then January 2nd came. Or maybe it lasted a week or, I don't know, maybe even a month. And inevitably, as the case every year, you got hit with another case of the effort. Right? You know what I mean by that? As in, effort, I'm out. Well, how do you hit the reset button? And this is the part where Tony's supposed to come in and type comfy words like develop a support network or find a workout buddy and friend or it's okay. Don't worry, you'll get them next year, Tiger. And he says, I'm not going with that. He says, you're a grown-up. You are, it's time to act like one. The onus is on you to make the change. Now we love, I'm going to interject here, we love to blame other people for it. But he's got a point. Nobody holding us down, putting that food down our pie hole. Because I'll grant you, you can find inspiration via an article you read. That's kind of what this whole podcast is about. Or Or an audio book that you listen to and Sometimes that's what you need to hit that tipping point and push you into action. He says, but it's still on you to start, to make things happen, to break the inertia of ineptitude. You can read, you can renew your subscription on audible.com. I'll have links in the show notes at logicalloss.com slash 296. You can rewatch all the same motivational workout videos on YouTube that you want. And, uh, you know, that's actually not a bad idea, for the record. But it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything unless you put things into actions. I've said this before, right? Knowledge is only power when you act on it. And people speculate too much, he says. Since when do we have to research everything? He says, I don't need an article to tell me that sticking my finger in an electrical socket will hurt or that eating something that's gluten-free will taste like sawdust dripped in anthrax. He says, maybe that's a dumb analogy, but I can tell you how many times I've had a conversation with someone about their health and fitness and come to find out they're really, really well-read. They've read everything. Their bookshelf would give the health and fitness section of Barnes & Noble a run for its money. Yet, they're stuck, incapable of taking that first step. Seemingly paralyzed by too much information. Do we really need a book or an article or any sense of confirmation to tell us to just, you know, I don't know, show up? He says, come on, grow up. You have to take the first step. Keep trudging forward and then, I'd argue, learn to respect the process and not so much the outcome, which is kind of what I was talking about today. He says, look at the calendar. So as you listen to this, it is uh, Monday, May 2nd, May 2nd, 2016. He says, chances are like many others, you fell off the New Year's bandwagon a long time ago. He says, that promise you made yourself to get to the gym three times a week or to start running a 5K or to start cooking more meals at home instead of eating out, 
Yeah, those are long gone. He says, so let's do something about it. Let's pony up. Let's hit the reset button. He goes, why not? He goes, I get it. Me being all rah-rah, telling everyone to shut up and do the work isn't going to solve anything. It won't help. And quite frankly, he says, isn't in my nature anyways. So here are some options to ponder. One, shut up. Stop making excuses. He says, I couldn't resist that. Sorry. Number two, choice is a powerful commodity. People don't like being told what to do. And I'm no different. You're no different. This is why marrying yourself to one ideology or or book or person can sometimes be an epic failure. Because what works or worked for them, right? So if you read a book and they're like, this is the, it's the mushroom cheese diet. Okay, maybe that worked for them, but it may not apply to you. You know, if you read a book about yoga and how it's going to solve all the world's problems from a global warming to your waistline, he goes, and yet you hate yoga? What's the likelihood that that's going to work? And he says, for the record, you can switch out the word yoga with powerlifting, CrossFit, Pilates, bodybuilding, Olympic lifting, kettlebells, naked hula hooping, whatever. If it, it might have worked for them, it's not going to work for you. He says, I find a lot of success with my clients the more I give them a choice. Rather than me barking orders, I give them a sense of autonomy and it makes the experience more enjoyable. Give yourself some choices. You don't have to go to the gym to perform heavy squats or deadlifts. He says, I think it's uh, pretty baller if you do, but you don't have to. I've been using that app seven minutes. And I'm telling you, when I do the lower body exercise workout on that thing, I feel it the next day. And it's kind of cool because I can do it in my living room. And I want to download the upper body. And, you know, you don't always need weights. You can do a lot of stuff with just body weights. Tony says, instead, maybe what you want to do is head to the local football field and perform some 60-yard tempo runs. Or maybe summon your inner Dan John, whoever he is, and perform a day where you do nothing but carry variations and sled drags. I'll I'll pass on that one myself. He says, heck, maybe it's just a matter of going for a nice leisurely walk. Exercise is exercise. Give yourself some choices. Whatever you need to do in order to put momentum in your favor, do it. Let's read that again. Whatever you need to do in order to put some momentum in your favor, do it. It doesn't matter if whatever, Kim Kardashian doesn't like this. If it works for you, it works for you. Number three says stretch goals. Because I'm currently reading Smarter, Faster, Better by Charles Duhigg. And one of the things he hammers home throughout the book is the notion of stretch goals. Stretch goals, in short, are goals that force people to commit to ambitious, seemingly out-of-reach objectives, which can then spark outsized jumps in innovation, productivity, and progress. The author uses several examples in his book, such as um, the CEO of General Electric, Jack Welsh, setting the bar for the company to reduce manufacturing defects on airplane engines from 25% reduction to a 70% reduction 
and do it in three years. This, of course, was seen as, well, ridiculous by the managers, but they got it done. And while he wasn't used as an example in the book, Smarter, Faster, Better, Steve Jobs was also notorious for pushing his employees to the point where things seemed impossible. Helping turn Apple back around into one of the most respectable companies in the world. And he kind of jokes here and says, what's next? A thousand songs in your pocket? Oh yeah, that's, uh, they did that. He says, the point is we undershoot our goals and the concept of smart, which of course, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic timeline. That's a smart goal. You know, while admirable and tested, sometimes that's not enough. We need to stretch goals, goals that seem unattainable. Now, I want to caution you here. I, I, I tend to, I agree with him that we need to, you can do more than you think. And we did this a couple episodes ago. Raise your hand up as high as you can, if you can, wherever you're at. Okay, you got it as high as you can. Now just go a little more. Yeah, see, you, it's, you, you can do more than you think you can. He says, telling yourself that you want to try to hit the gym two times a week is fine. But telling yourself, I want to hit the gym five times a week so that I can rub it in my ex's face and possibly bang their... Oh, nice. He's being ridiculous here. Um, He's quite a prude. Or not a prude. He's kind of a... um, He's very male. This coming from a guy. But, again, I want to hit the gym five times a week so I can rub it in my ex's face, he says is even better. He makes a joke about having sex with somebody here that I'll edit out here. Uh, He says, I want to learn to squat better is cool. And you can insert your own exercise. But a stretching goal for yourself and signing up for the first powerlifting meet at the end of the year is going to light a fire under your butt. He says, it'll get you out of your comfort zone and give you a sense of purpose and intent in your training. You're going to be more likely to kick butt and take names. Shooting for the stars may in fact be exactly what you need. And he says, I'm going to say this out loud. I want to fight Jason Bourne. So I like the article for some things. I like the fact that we do need choices. It just gets boring doing the same thing over and over and over. So if you're tired of the elliptical, go ride a bike. If you're tired of the bike, get on the treadmill. If you don't like the treadmill, then go hiking outside, whatever it is. But some people need to be hit really hard with reality. They need to be kicked in the face by karma and take a big dose of just grow up and do it. And I said this oh, probably a couple months ago. You know, we, we behave certain ways when we're little kids or we had our big wheel. And then when we were teenagers, we had a bike. And then later we grew into cars. This is just something you do when you're at that age. And maybe the age you're at is just now the time where it's like, well, I'm not going to eat at fast food places all the time. And I am going to cook at home. And I'm going to cook a bunch of stuff on Sunday so I can eat it during the week. This is just going to be the way I operate now. But he does have one point. That's why I like this article. Only you can make it happen. That's the God honest truth. When people say, oh, you inspired me. No. No, in the end, you did that. There's only one kind of improvement, and that is self-improvement. Now, they might inspire you to take action, but in the end, it's you 
that's taking the act. So today, whatever date it is when you're listening to this, is the day that you're going to kick your own butt and start taking the right act. As we get ready to head out the door, I want to thank everybody last month that went out to logicalloss.com slash support and you click on the Amazon banner. If you're going to be doing any shopping out there, it's greatly appreciated. It doesn't cost you an extra dime and I get a little bit of a finder's fee. It cost me about 30 bucks a month to put the podcast on and last month I think we came in around 24. So I do appreciate that. I would appreciate it more if it was 30, but that's all right. I'll take what we can get. And uh, there is a donate button if this show has helped you to lose weight or inspire you in any way, do feel free to go out to logicalloss.com slash support. Keep the show going. It is greatly appreciated. And so today as we head out towards the door, and I ask ourselves, really, we kind of summarize everything. It's up to us. Only we can change ourselves. And the question is, kind of like pulling off a Band-Aid, are you going to be the cow or the buffalo? And I'm urging you to be the buffalo. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. And everything we said today, you can find at LogicalLoss.com slash 296. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you again real soon. Take care. God bless. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just die it thin. Won't tell you lies thin. I want smaller thighs thin. But I realize I guess I